Welcome back to Jokerman. Uh, Jokerman. Joke welcome back. <laughs> it's a podcast. Welcome back to Jokerman podcast. A podcast about. Uh, I guess at this point we can say all things Bob Dylan. Uh, is that right, Ian? Yeah, and you know even beyond Bob Dylan at this point, we're we're gesture. You know, we're we're taking steps beyond the Dylan the Dylan verse. But today we are squarely there. We're not. We're not. Uh, we're not. We're, we're on our bread and butter today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we're we're on our bread and butter in a special way. We are on cultured butter, and uh, maybe that bread that has like all the uh, the really dense bread with the all the stuff in it, mm-hmm. the German kind. Yeah, we're on special uh, special mode, and it's because we're joined by a, an incredible guest to talk about an incredible subject, and that's uh, Peter Shear. Uh, he's with us today, mm. a, a painter, uh, and and. Uh, well, you might know him as either a painter or as the the manager of the account which he runs, Peter Shear, on Instagram, or as both, hopefully. Uh, one of my favorite uh, current uh, painters, I have to say, so it's an honor to have him on, and someone with just a great eye for, all, for paintings through all time and space. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm so happy to have you here, Peter, uh, especially uh, to... Because we we have a visual subject matter mm. today. Thank you. Yeah, it's an honor to be here. Pleasure is all ours. Uh, and yeah, as uh, as Evan just mentioned, uh, today we are, we're, we're just today's fun. We're just having fun with it. We're 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 having candy today because we're counting down all of Bob Dylan's album covers from the worst yeah, to the are. best. We have two separate lists, I believe. We have a Jokerman list and we have a Peter list. I'm going to kind of duel back and forth, see which one comes out better. Evan and I put together our own individual list. We kind of averaged them together into one master list. It would have been too too much with three lists flying around, but we might pop off with our own uh, side notes here and there. Uh, but yeah, we're just uh, we're going to take a look at purely the visual element of everything that's going on on Bob Dylan album covers here. And uh, you know, see what uh, see what comes out. See what we think is best. What uh, before we get into that though, Peter? What's your what's your deal with Bob? What, how'd you get into him? What do you dig? What what records have you been listening to? Yeah, uh, he was just sort of around in the background growing up. My dad is a big Bob guy, and so I don't know. I mean, like a lot of people, it was just uh, it's just like a lot of like. Tangled up in blue, I think, like sure. starting over and over again. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I mean, like as as far as like the album covers, I this memory of uh, uh, the the blood on the tracks album cover and being kind of uh, kind of frightened by it. I don't know. It's something about yeah There's spookiness to that profile. That side red, profile in the in really the intense blurry. Face. Yeah, I didn't realize it was a blown up kind of treated photograph. I always thought it was a painting. Mm. I was re- reading more about this stuff, but um and then I remember like my dad had a tape of uh, Good as I've been to you. Hell yeah. I don't remember wow. him playing it, but yeah, <laughs> I want to talk more about that. Oh, me too. <laughs> cover cuz it's sort of like stuck between my teeth, but um yeah, uh I just like, you know, they were lying around and I think maybe I probably went through a period of kind of like uh rejecting bob dylan and then uh it well you know if like you sort of grow up with it it's sort of like uh parent stuff or embarrassing and um then uh puberty and uh heartbreak and blood on the tracks and just uh you know really connecting with that i think is probably the first the first album that i was really feeling but i don't know we had a biograph laying around and Mm -hmm. i think like that's sort of like i ingested a lot um and then i would sort of go back later on uh later in the teenager uh listening to the you know the 60s stuff but i don't know uh one of the great things about your podcast uh, i i never connected so much with the 80s and um early 90s i guess and i don't know there's something kind of like for me touching <laughs> about uh about your project that you're you're going over the um you know the the periods that are i i just sort of like you know received the idea that they were fallow or uh, just just not not worth uh picking over but um yeah i don't know i think i think the fact that you were 
younger guys looking at this older guy's music and getting really excited about it. I was also sort of uh, at a period where I was listening to too many political podcasts and just feeling really bad. <laughs> I was like stuck in this loop. I uh, know the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys helped me there. out a lot. That's probably yeah. why we decided to do this too. <laughs> in the first place. We were it's, listening yeah, to too it was, much it was of that a, stuff. A, yeah. Dark, dark period. But um, yeah. And uh, it, I, the, you know, the late nineties and love and theft and, and having like that album come out when I was, uh, you know, uh, well, I guess 21 and, uh, in a really good spot to have like great, great Bob music coming out when I was, uh, when I was in that, when, when I was in that place. I mean, I, I guess the stuff that you're listening to when you're a younger person. So it was special. I feel like some ownership over that, that period. Yeah. I think we all have one of those, like the first Bob record we remember coming out and that one kind of holding a space in our, in our hearts. Uh, for me, that was Tempest was a big one because I remembered like the whole lead up to it and the album rollout and everything. And that one felt like, oh, it's new Bob Dylan music. And I'm uh, ostensibly the, the customer here. So I get to enjoy it. Yeah, I've sort right. of enjoyed uh, Tempest through your own <laughs> vicarious, not, filter. not not the music necessarily, but Evan's enjoyment of Tempest. Yeah, you <laughs> spoiled it for me, but it's still pretty, pretty good music. Yeah, good. It's there good. you go. It's good. It's music. good music. You you said it, Peter. Um, all right. Well, I mean, we're gonna have uh, occasion to talk about all of this shit because I'm sure we're gonna talk about the music in addition to the actual uh, the actual covers here. Um, but uh, we got a long list to uh, to get through, so we might as well hop into it, uh, you know, and just uh, just take it away. Uh, programming note: We use the same kind of canon that Stephen Hyden used on his uh, ranking of the actual album quality, right? So the 39 records on that list, the 39 records that we ran through on our episodes with him. That's all the studio records, but no live records, no bootleg series, no side records, no biograph, even though that is a great cover. Um, so that's, uh, that's just kind of programming note there. Um, I don't know. Anything else? Uh, any other, uh, uh, preliminary business to get to before we start just, uh, talking about, I guess, the worst album covers first and then move our way to the better ones? I, I have a confession. Please. I'm going to be really vulnerable with you guys. I didn't make True a True confession? Wow. Well, he did. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just going to riff. That's fantastic. I have ideas. I have notes. That's all we need, really. Our, the Jokerman list. list is not even, in a way, Ian and I didn't make a list because the list we're presenting is sort of an amalgam of both of ours. So it's uh, it's us versus the world and, and uh, the world of Bob Dylan <laughs> art. I have favorites. I have uh, some really dubious uh, covers, but, um, you know, they're all so interesting. How could I list? There you go. There, there's, there's certainly something to say about each and every one of them. There's no question about that. Um, all right. Well, let's do it. Well, I guess we'll just use the, uh, the numbered list that I've got here uh, and then see, see what we all think of these as we get from worst to best. Hmm. Oh, we're Coming going from worst to best. Okay, worst to yeah. best. We gotta, we yeah, gotta that's, save that's it. We're true. not, we're not spoiling it with the good shit right off the bat. <laughs> Never. Coming in at the bottom, number thirty-nine, a record that we have both come around on quite a bit. I think since we initially talked about it, uh, there's been some teasing going back and forth, uh, but uh, it's a record that we give two thumbs up at this point. Cover maybe less so. Uh, that would be 1980s Saved, the second oh. in the trilogy of Christian records. So this is a record with two covers. It we is. We have to be pretty specific about uh, noting that because there's two covers that are bad. Right. And there's two, you get to choose. Bad <laughs> choose, in their own unique ways. You could choose death by a thousand paper cuts or death by, uh, I don't know, snakes eating you alive. <laughs> Which one do you like worse? <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, I, for my money, I think the, the one that came out later uh, the less Christian version, where it's that weird kind of um, like processed image of Bob up on stage blowing a harp into a mic. I think yeah. that's a mm. better cover, technically. Uh, it's still not a good cover uh, by any means. 
Um, but I mean, the original one with the hand, touch in the hand, just the worst colors. Imagine it's just so oh, brown it's, and it is green red. and red. It's Ugh. red. It's brown. It's mostly that brownish red. It's you've got gives me the willies. The hand of Jesus Christ coming down. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, that's Jesus's hand. Yeah, there's stigmata. Is there blood like stigmata? Uh, sort of. If you look closely, I think on his so. wrist. Yep. So that indicates to me we're looking at the hand of Christ. We've got a lot of other hands sort of reaching up. This just really smacks of of like scary church. Uh, cult <laughs> vibes. This is like that thing in in uh, Poltergeist Two. That's what <laughs> this reminds me of. <laughs> but I think that's where he was at the time. I mean, I, I think he was, you know, not taking any prisoners. I I kind of like the the full throatedness of it. And I get it's really true. excited whenever he releases a beige cover. I I agree oh, that hey. the um yeah the the, fo- the, the 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 treated photograph of him. I, that's that's kind of like a downer. Yeah, that it, that is maybe one of the worst, but um the colors yeah. are interesting on the treated yeah. cover, but um you know, it's yeah, it's made to look almost painterly. What you have on the treated cover is Bob with these kind of strange pastel neon type shades, but it's also quite dark. Uh, I don't even know. Do you have any guesses as to how this was created? Because it kind of looks like some sort of early computer processing or (laughs) something like that. Yeah. And I I mean, if it were created today, it would seem like it were just like the worst illustrator filter you can imagine. Someone just plopped that down on there and then hit print. But in 1980, I don't know how that was uh, how that was being put together. Bob seems to be elongated as well. That's a good point. (laughs) Yes. He's very tall, very like too tall and too narrow here. His legs look weird. That's well, looking at this guy. in more detail yeah. now, the colors, there's like purple and stuff in here. Yeah, I've purple really... and yellow. Wow. It lo- you know what it looks like? It looks like a, like it, it's like the color palette of a bruise after oh, like four yeah. or five days. You know what it reminds me of is one of those deep dream uh, filters you yes, see all over exactly. now. Where you just uh, plug in a photo and it does like some kind of crazy processing where it turns, uh, the guitar would be like some kind of marmoset and like then there's like a weird... Uh, I don't know, like reptile flesh all over, and any object in the distance just kind of becomes like a jumble of indecipherable. Like, I what is that stuff on the right on the on, under Bob Dylan on the second cover of Saved? Great question. It's a, it's <laughs> I guess it's it's a band equipment, but it really it looks like nothing at all. At props to the original. I'm gonna just make it a judgment here. The original cover of Saved is better than the second one. That's true. The, this one with the, the hand, at least I know what I'm looking at. I kind of like the scratchy text of Saved. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like a Canadian tux. You know, it's like double doubled down. <laughs> it's I'm, Jesus on Jesus yeah. on Jesus, this cover. I'm sort of getting involved with 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 this guy with the uh, the photograph or whatever this is. I mean, like, where is his feet and the in the, the distance? But the distance between his uh, his little arms and his waist is grotesque. I <laughs> yeah, mean, there's kind of a crystalline <laughs> effect. Been cut up here, yeah. Like where his feet are cut off by some kind of portal to another dimension, but you still see like a weird snaky uh, guitar cable the cables, like, down there. Yeah. Man, it's kind of a it's the thing. The thing experience. is, it's not even a good photo to then process. It's a, <laughs> it's like a mediocre photo that they processed. Just You're baffling. Lithograph like um, or something? I, I guess so. It, it kind of re- looks. It has a pastel, like soft pastel almost texture. Yeah. Very strange. Interesting. So the original cover, the 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 hand cover, uh, was a painting by Tony Wright, um, also known as Sue Absurd. I don't know. You guys are the painter guy, the art world guys here. I don't know anything uh, about that stuff. But uh, Sue Absurd, he created the uh, cover for Bob Marley's Natty Dread, Traffic's The Low Spark of High Heeled Boys, and Steve Winwood's Arc of a Diver. Traffic's the what? They have a the low spark of high-heeled boys. I'm unfamiliar with that title. Yeah, 
Oh, he's got a lot. Of, I can't help you. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of credits. Oh, he did uh, Broken English for Marianne Faithful. That's one of the best covers. Um, Sly and Robbie, Language Barrier, a couple Ramones covers. So Too at tough least to die. this he did Too Tough to Die. Uh huh. So this is interesting. At least that this guy was a, a known quantity in the uh, album art world of 1980. But uh, as far as I can tell, it's um, it's still questionable as to why he would have. Uh, okayed it and i guess ultimately they didn't okay it because they went with the other one it's redacted yeah i wonder what the yeah. story is with that anyway. bob dylan's 1980 album redacted you know are you back in yes i apologize i had to go and fetch we can cut this out but had to fetch the first delivery of the oh, first shit. jokerman sticker wow <laughs> why cut that out this is a good time to advertise ourselves I guess so. Looks great. Treat. Yeah. I like that they put one on the box. On the box. Funny. Yeah, there you go. So you know what's coming. Fantastic. Uh, all right. Let's move on from Saved. Yeah, boy. We've got, uh, we've got a lot to get to if we went uh, that deep on Saved. Uh, 38. This one, I think, no question. One of the worst. Oh, Mercy. 1989. Great album. Shit cover. I think this was the last one on my personal list. I think it might have been. This al- this album cover just sucks so bad. <laughs> I I look at it and I just I I I don't know. I I, I shed a tear because it's so v- vastly different than the music inside. Yes. And not in a way that's um cool like cool or you know uh, interesting. It just is. It is. What it is, it's a mural on a wall in Brooklyn in 1980 something, and it looks like that. Yeah. Uh, it was last on your list. I'm looking at your list right now. You had saved at 38 and Oh Mercy at 39. Yeah, so this is lining up uh, pretty correctly here. I, you know, I do like the font. I, I like really? where it says Oh Mercy. I like the kind of like texture it has I like, to it. I like the font as well. I don't like the texture, but I like the boldness of it. It does look uh, authoritative. <laughs> I, I yeah i i agree it sucks um <laughs> but i can walk around with it in my head like there's there's never not a moment when i can't see this cover um I, it seems like early on like he was really involved in the design and, and the, the photograph and the photographer and, and there were sessions and he was very specific and then it just sort of became about like benign neglect and i think this is sort of <laughs> I don't know what this is. What what does this have to do with well, the, you know the, the album? Al- the album was really was recorded in New Orleans. Yeah. So uh, this has nothing to do with that at <laughs> all, because it's a it's not even. I mean, it would have been a, a great choice to take the back cover of. Uh, it, it's not. Isn't the back cover just a picture of him sitting on the steps? Uh, I think that's the back cover for Red Sky that you're talking okay, about. Okay, right. Randomly, <laughs> the back cover of Red Sky is him sitting on the steps of the house that they recorded Oh Mercy at. Is that correct? Oh. oh. Possible. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, this has nothing to do with where or what, the time or place from a, a record, which I think really would have benefited from that because in uh, Chronicles, there's a whole chapter about Oh Mercy, and it seems like such a vibe. He was so evocative yeah. in his writing about what it's like in in new orleans and how it's uh full of like the spirits of the dead and the sense of mystery and voodoo and instead you you don't even get you get no, not a not a not a inch of that you don't get extremely a pro boy. Un, extremely unrepresentative of the music contained inside the record which i mm. should note when i was thinking about this i did take that into to consideration like how much does the cover of the feel record like, like the, feel like the music exactly and this one is like maybe as far in an opposite direction as you could possibly get uh a that... lot of misleading examples yes <laughs> yeah and, and no one has ever danced uh like this uh to to the music of Sir, <laughs> imagine dancing like this to political like, world <laughs> political world exactly <laughs> maybe maybe well, actually world. maybe poli- yeah, i think everything example. is broken is actually the song you could dance like this too but yeah, um you know i'm dancing like star, this to man not. in the long black coat right uh evan uh, i gotta fact check you here this is actually not brooklyn this is hell's kitchen uh, okay i knew it was a, new york though. this is a it's mural not... on a chinese restaurant that bob just happened to see when he was walking around like okay. the picture, got permission from the artist Trotsky 
You're starting to make me like it, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I'm coming around because that's so funny. (laughs) Kind of genius, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I... Almost wish she just went with uh, the, the <laughs> image itself and no, no title, no I, name. I love just, that. That, that would have been that story would be though, that story <laughs> just like really swims so perfectly with you know everything we know about the difficult making of this record, where it's like Daniel Lanois struggling to get things off the ground, Bob kind of having his own opinions and then butting heads all the time. It sort of uh, makes Lanois seem like maybe the sympathetic character when Definitely. you know that the man he was arguing with is the type of man who would walk down the street, see a Chinese restaurant with a mural on it and say, that's good for this album. I did, I guess <laughs> you might get frustrated wonderful, with him. It's a wonderful chapter in Chronicles. I agree. He writes so beautifully about new Orleans. And... Yeah. That, that whole passage about new Orleans is so good. Yeah, yeah the, and the they, New Orleans walking around is great, and so is the motorcycle journey out into the netherworld of fucking Louisiana. Sun where, Pie? Yeah, oh exactly. Exactly. That, that interaction is fantastic. incredible. I think about that a lot. Uh, I actually listened to the audiobook recently. Me too. And, and over again, Sean Penn <laughs> Sean Penn, it. yeah. It's really good. It's really yeah, good. Sean Penn was a good choice. I agree. I wish it wasn't um, abridged, though. Yeah, I, I can't really. T- it's been so long since I've read the physical uh, physical copy, but uh, I mean, I just want more of it. Like when I listen to an audiobook, I I kind of love when it's just really super long, so I can. I didn't understand of... why it was abridged in the first place. It's a short book. Yeah. Stop yeah. abridging books, Audible. Um, if you Not still cool. do that. Oh mercy, thirty-eight, thirty-seven. First 21st century appearance from a record here. It's going to be Fallen Angels, 2016. Hmm. This one, not good. You put this really low. I, I put I this think at that second to last. My God. Mind. Is that just because it's so unremarkable? Yes. Yeah, this one, and, and particularly, I think, where it comes in the discography. I, I might be grading on a curve, like a negative curve on this one, but in the middle of the covers records on either side, which we'll get to later, Shadows and Triplicate, those covers are so signature to me, so, like, lasered into my mind that this one is just a, it's a disappointment uh, that uh, just kind of, like, you know, it, it goes in one ear and out the other. Um, Do you know what the story is with this photograph? Yeah, it's a photo from the 20s, I okay. think. Um, and the, the cards, the, like the back of the cards is notable for some reason, like the design on the back of the cards. I mean, it's notable for being pretty cool, I will say. It's like cool dragons that are mirrored with some kind of cosmic uh, event happening in there. It's They're cool playing cards. I like how dark this photograph is. I, I kind of appreciate this cover. I it's, like it too. I think that kind of you know. rated this one too low, Ian. All right. Well, folks at home, let us know in the comments. Um, yeah. Vintage black and white photograph of a man holding a poker hand that was originally taken in 1928. According to Dylan scholar Alan Frazier, the deck was made by the famous playing card manufacturer Andrew Doherty. Uh, furthermore, the name of the back designs is called Chinese Dragon Back Number 81. I mean, it looks like a police photograph. This looks looks like a dead person holding cards. The fingers look kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah, these look like vintage 1920s, sort of yeah. malnourished, you know, and don't have the right vitamins and minerals. Yeah, this guy only eats <laughs> potatoes, but he plays a mean game of poker. You can you can tell. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know. It's a little bland, I, yeah. A little bland, I, exactly. Uh, you know, that's the sort thing. Of All of these covers stuff. are good in their own way. Something in common with uh, one of my least favorites uh, is uh, Together Through Life. I have a big problem with that. Bingo. Ian Let's... also has a big problem with that. That was my last. That was number one, the least, the lowest one on mine. So we can just hop right along to that because Fallen Angels 37, 36 Modern Times. I think same thing. Fallen Angels, oh, interesting. Fallen Angels Syndrome, just a generic kind of past, you know, old kind of photograph. Uh, and then 35 Together Through Life. So we can tackle uh-huh. those two together. Sure. So you said Modern Times was. Wait, mo- what about Modern Times? You don't like Modern Times? Is that that's next? Modern Times was next, and then right. Together Through Life. So we we're reaching a sort of a, a theme here, at least on our list, of being a little disappointed when Dylan just po- po- puts a 
old timey photograph with some text on the cover. Um, And modern times, I don't know. There's something I, despite everything, I kind of am charmed by modern times and together through life for looking like um, old Navy ads. (laughs) I kind of like, there's something about that, that I, I, maybe I have some actual nostalgia for like stupid advertisements of like, 2002 or something and together yeah together through life looks it's ba- i mean it's so low effort is the vibe terrible that you get bad but yeah, who's the photographer it, it's i mean what this is bruce bruce davidson i mean it's a like a prominent photographer it, it just has to do with the um you know the <laughs> Uh, the 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 graphic design, you know, the the, the actual together through life with the um yeah the how it's kind blue. of ch- chopped up. No, yeah, it, it does look like uh, circa two thousand whatever Abercrombie and Fitch or something like that. Yeah, it it, <laughs> it well it has that thing where it's like a poster that's sort of being uh like stamped on like put on a sidewalk. Uh, yeah thing where you have like a repeating you can see the where one ends and the other begins it's the exact same like even the distressed parts are the same uh it it is uh i don't know i think it suits the record to be honest though because the if we're talking about what looks like the music uh this one looks like the music on this (laughs) doesn't it does it doesn't it though uh I you guess got in a my sense wife's it hometown. Does. You got, it does sound. It does look like my wife's on. hometown. That's a good point. It's kind of a collection of uh, songs that are sort of tossed off and effortless. And I love this record, so uh, I, I feel maybe more warmly to it than I have any good reason to. Yeah, I mean, it's a good uh, uh, the photograph. Great photograph. Classic photograph. You the know. photograph is of a man and woman sort of clasped clasped together. Necking. Uh, necking in the in the back of a speeding automobile it's really evocative of uh, the on the road uh type uh beat poet days i think uh you know if i really want to be uh, more sympathetic to it it's given me like a lot of uh you know theme time radio memories i think mm. this is like yeah. theme time area era bob which i love so much talk about that oh same yeah it's theme time is uh, a treasure and i i definitely feel that it's i think theme time is a, a time when dylan was kind of embracing that hacky side of his personality to good to good effect though mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. kind of like being schmaltzy and like and happy doing that so this record uh i can't help but be charmed by but uh we have greater heights to, to to enjoy and uh as for modern times it's kind of the same deal same deal i mean it, the the music it's so much better than the cover and, uh, exactly yeah there's nothing yeah. offensive about the modern times cover to me it's just like purely like it doesn't it just i look at it and it's like all right you know doesn't doesn't add anything to what's going on on the record that's the best that's the best case scenario is when the cover kind of uh you know it gives you a gives you a deeper dimension or, or a broader understanding of what's happening in the music i think uh 34 bob dylan just bob dylan the album bob dylan 19 the first the first first uh record he ever put out just a picture of uh cute cute old cute not old bob cute little bob well i guess it is old bob and then it's from the you know young young bob Bob. picture picture of bob (laughs) adorable baby fat bob yeah look at him look at this little Snapcap. <laughs> I know. You just sweetie. want to kiss him on that cheek. I know. I want to put his cap on and I want to put his cap on. Yeah. The font this is, this is fine. The font in the middle, like a lot like justified right against the neck of the guitar. It just like <laughs> looks I don't know. It's I'm I'm probably picking too many nits here. I love the Columbia logo top left. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's no, classic. that's dope. I, I don't know. This one's kind of cool in context and it is I think it fails to make him look cool, which is their fault. You know, they should have made him look a little cooler, but 
don't know how cool you could make him look when he was still nine years old. Yeah. <laughs> when he, when he was this big, they they must use a macro lens to get yeah, they, to get they this must much have, of a shot. <laughs> he was so small that it's amazing they were able to capture him on film. <laughs> Because they had to focus. I didn't even know microscopes existed. Yeah, they had to invent a new type of microscope just to be able to take this picture of his face. (laughs) Um, He's like dressed for, uh, you know, cold weather in a lot of the the album covers. Well, this was one of the coldest winters in uh, 17 years. So he said, so he claimed. Yeah, it, it, the first like seven years of his career, maybe not seven, but the first, uh, you know, call it five years of his career, it just seems like it's a perpetual winter. Like when I think of it back in my imagination from like 62 to 69, basically. Yeah, it's just cold out. Well, yeah. you know, here he's sensibly dressed, which is not very cool, but, you know, free freewheeling, uh, you know, yeah, underdressed, he's... super cool. Wearing that like <laughs> suede jacket that you just know is not enough. Not enough. He's not wearing... Jacket uh, reappears, I think. uh, It was a good jacket. Yeah. And he's wearing 501s or something like that, and they... I No way he's wearing long underwear under there. Maybe he is, actually. You know, the man's from Hibbing. He has a high tolerance for cold, or at least he has an awareness of how to dress for the cold. He knows how to handle it. He might have had some uh, long johns (laughs) under there. But yeah. let's move on from Bob Dylan, the let's, album. Yeah. Bob Dylan, the album. It's all right. Uh, 33, uh, sorry to say, Evan, Tempest. Ooh. Uh, you're, fan, you're a fan of the Tempest cover, Peter. I love the Tempest cover. I think you tell us about on, that. I can't, but let me think about it. Let me gather <laughs> my thoughts. Here you go. I, Beautiful. Ooh. Is that is that your custom CD? <laughs> this what is that? special edition? This is, is my that large a, the CD Nintendo box. 64, uh, <laughs> this is it does the, look like an N64 cartridge. This is the N64 cartridge of uh, of Tempest. Uh, it's too spicy. Yeah. This one is Tempest for CD. Uh, I have also the little. Um, the notebook, yeah, the notebook, the notebook that comes with it. Tempest, <laughs> uh, Bob Dylan notebook. So, this is uh, this is the cover as hell. This is it, <laughs> and I have it three ways. You know, even the CD has a little box for the CD. <laughs> Keep it safe. Yeah, uh, I yeah the it's just delicious i mean the red and the black and the and the yellow it just like and it's my appetite going i when when this man when peter Shear says that i i really trust no other better because <laughs> peter you have just a i i will say just an incredible talent for color knowing how to use color in in your work i think that uh, i i'm rarely seeing somebody's work who, uh, a painter who i think how did they pick those how did they know those two colors look so good together and then just stop and you do that all the time so i agree uh tempest has uh, a great economy of of color language we could say and it's it's just a great blood sausage of a cover i mean the the, the large content of black the, yeah it, it's so ambiguous and what the the sculpture is german shit is it from it's not yeah, the Trevi Fountain. It's like a fountain. It's a fountain in Germany. Somewhere in Germany, yeah. And it's like one of I think like four different, uh, like there's like four different figures on this sculpture that all represent different mm. like el- like natural elements or something like that. And that this is one of them. Kind of. Close what does it there. represent? We need to find that out. Well, let's see if we can figure it out. I do like while I'm pulling that up. I do like the the yellow, that kind of like coppery tone uh, in his name on the bottom left. That's a very nice kind. You of You put this one really color. low, didn't you? You you put I put it this low. one relatively low on mine, didn't I? Uh, Thirty uh, thirty three. Now, so that's like right where it's showing up on this list. You know, listen. There's only so many co- like one. A lot of them are kind of kind of. I think we kind of like a lot of these, even if we braided them low. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. The, Cover art for the, Tempest incorporates <laughs> a dark red duotone photograph of a statue located at the base of the Palace Athene Fountain in front of the Austrian Parliament Building in Vienna. The statue is one of four figures on the intermediate platform of the fountain bowl 
personifying the main rivers of Austria-Hungary, the Danube, hmm. the Inn, the Elba, and the Moldau. There you have it. That'll work. I mean, the name is emphasized. Tempest. Underlined. Tempest. 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 Don't get it twisted. <laughs> the uh, the script. Do, do we think that Bob himself wrote? Te- is that Bob's handwriting there, Tempest, or is that? I I wonder. <laughs> it looks Did a little it... too neat for Bob. Yeah, but it's also kind of weird, like that T. I think maybe he did. Interesting. I'm kind of fascinated by this cover. It's another one that I can carry around in my in my noodle. It, it is pretty cool me. that yeah. it just cut that the tempest sort of cuts across the whole image, um, obscuring the sort of classical beauty of that Why sculpture. the black? Can, can one of you guys tell me this? Why the black? What's the black bar doing for us on the left hand side? As as visual interpreters here. It's dark. It's the darkness it's coming dark rolling album. in. Yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah, darkness. It's fair. That rep- the, uh, the black bar just... represents the darkness of life. Okay. That's that's the one that that uh, that uh, represents pain and blood. And the blood the re- the blood red represents red blood. And also the, pain and blood. And the yellow represents the tight the gold, gold on the titanic. You pay normally I, with. Yeah, I think it's like a Duquesne yellow. <laughs> Duquesne yellow. <laughs> Duquesne yellow. Oh my goodness. All right, so Tempest is number one. What okay, else yeah, do we best, have? Best cover. <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Uh, all right, 32, uh, Empire Burlesque, as 80s okay, okay, as okay. 80s gets for Bob. Yeah. Um, As 80s as maybe anyone ever got. Mm-hmm. He overdid it so much that I think he may have lapped. I can't even think. Like, who else is? You'd have to real do, really do some, like, crate digging to find stuff that looked like this that wasn't, like, a main, like, t- AAA artist. Yeah. I feel like a lot of forgotten names made similar covers, but Dylan uh, did one, too. Yeah. You had this one very low on your list, Evan. This was one of your one of your least favorite. This was kind of like middle of the pack for me. I mean, it's a train wreck. Look at it. I think it looks great. It's, a, it's an easy target. I think it's kind of cool as shit. <laughs> I, I think like there's something about the back cover that's really upsetting. It's really Bob looking really jaundiced and you know nic- yes. nicotine poisoned. Right. Um, he, he doesn't look conscious. Doesn't he have the, 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 is he have straw hat? Does he have straw hat mode? On yeah, the straw back? hat straw mode, hat. yes. Yeah. Eyes you closed. Can really smell the straw hat. Yeah. I, mean. I, don't know, I can smell the coat he's wearing where it's moldering in some vintage store right now. Like, I can, I just, that's the type of thing that was in style for five minutes and then just was deleted from history. <laughs> And the rest of it is just yeah, it looks so like a computer crazy. chip on a blazer, basically. <laughs> well, he's also got like these Matisse uh, cutout. Uh, That's shapes. true. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are cool, but it, there's it's so much weird, going yeah. on that it it kind of just it looks so chaotic. Are there? I'm looking closely now. So Bob Dylan, top, you know, on top of the the thing in red, on the right and the left, are the is that the is that like a club and a spade there on either side of his name, as in like the playing card logos? Uh, yeah, I've yeah, never it, noticed it that. is. It is fantastic. I can't believe you never noticed that the on this cover <laughs> that looks like they threw everything they had at it. It's. Well, I like this cover because he's touching his face. Mm-hmm. Sort of a glamour shot. I, I really love the face that he's made. I, I love the expression that he's making in this image. Yeah. It's like, uh, this is what I swear where I'm at right now. I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> I like individual things about it a lot. Like, I yeah. actually do like the, I like the pose. I like the actual text for the typeface for Empire Burlesque. I like the typeface for Bob Dylan, kind of. I like these cut out things and when you put them all together uh i don't know that i like that wow interesting. so this is an opposite of the do you like the music or the lyrics i like them both this is the opposite of that for you where do you like this element or that element you like those but if you put them together you actually like it less that's fascinating 
It's an inverse yeah. of your usual take here. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's one of those situations where it's like I like uh, I like the peanut butter. I like jelly, uh-huh. and I like uh, I like salami, and I like pickles, and I, I would see. not put them all in a sandwich. Interesting. I like the maximalist. I mean, just kind of balls out. Why not? I mean, not not lower than knocked out loaded. Not lower than down in the groove. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I think this is iconic. I mean, it, who wasn't rolling up their, their jackets? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this one, I think as far as like the, like, does it speak to the music? Right, like this goes hand in glove. It with actually the music it does sound exactly like the record. music. Yeah, it looks like the music sounds. Yeah, it smells like it sounds. <laughs> when the night comes, falling from the sky, ass looking fucking cover. Yeah, I mean, I think this this uh, album and this cover has sort of been like a like a punchline. I feel like it's uh, it's time to reclaim it. Exactly. Yeah, too easy of a target. We got it. We got to appreciate it here. Uh, speaking of easy targets, mm. thirty one. The easiest target on this entire podcast, at least when it comes to the music, Bob Dylan's 1970 release, New Morning. Oh, Wait, yeah. You put this one lower than I did. Did I? Yeah. I actually put it quite high, I think. I expected you to hate this cover. Yeah, you had it no, right in the middle. You had it at that's, 15. That's the thing. I don't care for the record as, so much, but I like the cover. Why do you like the cover? I don't know. I just think it's kind of dignified. I respect that he put his... Uh, face right there on it and i think it's kind of kind of uh, got a, a quiet dignity to to it this is one of the brownest covers in the discography gets, gets peter, points peter for you were that saying yeah. that uh you know yeah. when, he, when he elects to to put a cover together in the shade of beige you're a fan yeah, I don't know. This is sort of like introducing Chad Dylan. Um, that, that look <laughs> is really uh, it's a little scary, you know the the eyeball popping out of the mm. black. I mean, it's pretty intense. I mean, so I, I've I've read people describe it as kind of charming or come hither. It it looks like come hither. Gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come hither. It's not. Uh, maybe it's horny Bob, but I don't want any part of it. I mean, it just doesn't seem, I can't get involved with this. I love it. I mean, it's great. Um, I love no, no type, just the, just the photo. I love the bad facial hair. Um, <laughs> love the beige. It's pretty intense. The facial hair is so like, uh, it's kind of defiant and his, his expression is defiant too. It's like, Yeah. This is me now. I got this. I'm trying to grow a beard. Fuck it. Putting it right on the cover. Yeah, I know what this is. This is what my facial hair looks like. I know that I'm trying to. I know I'm just trying to grow a beard, but I have one now. So here I am. I can't grow a beard because all these hippies won't get off my roof. I'm right. distracted. My hair won't grow. <laughs> See, this is one that just like to me, I don't like... I look at this picture, I look at this cover. I do I do dig the lack of a title, the lack of any sort of text whatsoever. That's a great point. Hmm. It doesn't sound like dogs run for it to me. It doesn't sound like Father of Night. It doesn't look like Father of Night to me. You know, and maybe and maybe that's because New Morning is so many different records itself. Like there's no way that you could get one image that represents all of the different sounds and records you get within the New Morning package. But it's just like I don't know, it feels it feels at odds with the music that you're gonna end up putting on here. Sure. What's next? What do we got next? Uh, Oh, well, this brings us here. So this is one that we both, that I think Evan and I both rated pretty lowly. um, Mm. uh, And kind of surprisingly so. um, uh, And one that we were already talking about a little bit. Blood on the Tracks, 1975. Well, 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 well. Explain (laughs) yourselves. The... You know what? I'll say something for it. <laughs> I'll say something for our choice. I think that if we're talking about does it look like the music mm, sounds, uh-huh. I think that this album, it's you, one could argue that the the cover could be a little bit more uh, avant-garde, perhaps a little bit more 
shaky. I mean, maybe that's a good. Ba- I I I am taking back what I say as I say it because <laughs> the the thing about the record is it's so vulnerable, so raw that maybe it actually kind of begs to have a little bit more of a structured cover. So I don't know that it. it, it I'm sort of killing my own point, but. One might say that for for an album this raw, this vulnerable, uh, you might want something a little bit more hand wrought, uh, something, or or just maybe more personal feeling photograph or something like that mm-hmm. that kind of leans it's, into the intimacy. Yeah, I don't like. There's something about like the fact that it's so, I don't know. It's like so distant and so sealed off and uh, so silent in a way. Yeah. What this was like a, a photograph that someone took of him at a concert the year before, and uh, they, they kind of blew it up and cropped it. He was kind of holding a guitar and singing, and uh, I I don't know. I think like the story was like Dylan kind of fell in love with this uh, kind of French artist's uh, lithographs, and he wanted or he commissioned a series of work for the cover, and and that's what shows up on the back or the inside. Um, some kind of weird fiddly uh line work i think this is a lot more effective i i love the type i love the the lines underneath kind of love the way his lips are a little bit parted i i never realized that he was singing he just seemed like he was staring into space uh having written idiot wind and it's like the power of that or something like that mm-hmm. couldn't quite needed to collect himself i don't know i i love this and and i think a lot of it just has to do with my kind of growing up around it weird stuff your parents have uh yeah i don't know it it weirdly i've always thought this doesn't really look like him doesn't yeah yeah he's a he's a chameleon he's a shapeshifter i think that's interesting that it leans into that in a way because especially for like having um idiot wind on it to have a, a the cover feature a photo of him that is kind of distorted by being zoomed in on, um, one could read into that perhaps. Right. True. Yeah, you think Thank about. You. I mean, the record itself is so full of like searingly personal kind of music, like the most unvarnished look at who he is and what kind of life he's living uh, that we really ever get, or at least certainly up until that point. And the cover is like such a such a you know a, a, a faint um, towards that like it's or a faint away from that rather like imagine if this had the cover that New Morning had uh, where it was 1975 Bob Ooh. like making that like intense kind of face looking directly <laughs> at the viewer at the person Too holding powerful. the records yeah. it, it, it would have been melting the wax right so yeah exactly like that, yeah. <laughs> so maybe it had to be this sort of weird I didn't realize that this was a picture that had been kind of blown up and cropped uh, Peter that yeah, was yeah uh, so news something kind of painterly about it yeah Yeah. it's kind of flipped around and yeah it's like an interesting photograph too but um i don't know what what changed his mind or what the deal was why he dropped the uh the lithograph guy for the cover but um that's a very different uh thing yeah i it's hard for me to not see the the cover when i'm listening to i don't know simple twist of fate or whatever yeah yeah, I think just the the record itself, like this is a great example of a record that like obviously has become such a cultural touchstone that like it like the music itself gives the cover I think more um, uh, more credit or, or it, it's turned the, the cover into a greater kind of visual sure. object yeah, than it, it might of have been just on its own. Forces you to really think about and and search that cover for meaning. Yeah, what's next on our list? What do we got next? We're into the twenties. Under the red hmm. sky. Twenty nine. I like sure. I like this one. Wow. Yeah, we're getting into the middle range here. We're we're definitely out of the you know the the pits here, and at this point, it's just all you know. Any of the next twenty of them could be rearranged, I think, and uh, on any given day. It's a cool picture. Under, under the he's red the sky. Desert. Yeah, he's crouching in the desert with that big red text over him. Under the red text. What, what mm-hmm. desert is he in? What is happening here? Do you know where this was taken? No. I'm going to assume that it's outside of Los Angeles because um, that's uh, you know where everyone does these kind of things. Um, Joshua Tree. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure that that Yucca is Valley where it would be. somewhere. I mean, he's got the big mountains um, there on the back. 
Uh, I don't have any info on that off the top of my head, but I would be I would be surprised if that weren't uh, yeah, like the San Jacinto Mountains or something. He's got those cool shoes. Those yeah, like... the boots look uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah as the, as some of the coolest boots do, uh, they also look uncomfortable. <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier as how many boots, what's Bob's relationship with footwear? Hmm. He seems to not care if they're uncomfortable. He's got a little <laughs> bit of a dandyish side in that way. He seems to like be into like those little high heeled boots and little, he suffers for fashion when it comes no to question footwear. Does. Yeah. Yeah. You know how big Bob's feet are? Oh, I think they're small. Yeah. Eight, eight and a half, maybe. Ooh. Nine, maybe. Yeah, I don't mind that. Maybe. He's Red, same height black, as me. white, gray. Very popular color scheme for Bob, which we'll uh, we'll come back to in a little bit. But these colors, he's into. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't have much to say about this. All right, moving Everyone. on. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of vague. I mean, it seems like. Uh, his crops have failed or something like that. Yeah. Not, um, feeling, the crops not feeling one way or the other about it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's very funny that this is, the, it is sort of like a, like a, a morbid feeling picture to me. This doesn't look like a very happy, you know, kind of excited individual there on the cover. And then you put this on side one, track one, well, his wiggle wiggle. He, he's mourning <laughs> well, those yeah, he children. Seem like a fun dad on the front. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. He's mourning those kids in. Right. Good point. Who got baked into a pie. Right. Absolutely. What do we have um, next? We have Rough and Rowdy Ways. We have Rough and Rowdy Ways, the one oh. and only. So this is one that we've gone back and forth on uh, as to whether it's a good cover, whether it's not a good cover. We're back to the sort of antique old American photograph with just some random text on it here. I love this cover. You love it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I, I don't see this and in, in, uh, together through life or modern times in the same way. Interesting. I, yeah. Um, I think it really suits the music and I, and I think it suits his whole, you know, late Bob ethos. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. The, the, the font, the kind of cowboy font. Well, the weirdest thing about this borders, cover- is yeah. is the bo- is that it's like a letterbox letterbox yeah that's why did why Cin- is it just cinematic. because there this, you go all right uh, that's why uh, rough and rowdy ways this this yeah. is a strange cover but uh, I it's also a colorized black and white photo is that right is yep. that right yeah. You, yeah, and you can kind of tell because like the cut, co- like some colors are really vibrant, like the jukebox, bright yellow, the woman's dress, bright yellow, but like the skin tones are like a very muted kind of shade. Yeah, it's um, strange. It's got that. I think it's probably a photo from. It is from the twenties or thirties or forties. I think it's like. 50s. I think it might be from like the fifties, and I think this took place like at a dance hall in in England. Actually. Yeah, okay. I think that's exactly Something correct. Something like that. I I don't know why he would have Four, chosen. Yeah, this, I think forties or fifties is. Is where it ends Something up. Something oblique about it. Yeah. I don't know. I love it's the like font. The font, sec- rough and roundy ways, it's beautiful. Yeah, maybe this is what he was going for with the Oh Mercy cover. I mean, yeah. I was thinking, like, <laughs> this is the second where people are dancing. This is the only, the only two. But uh, the guy at the jukebox was sort of, like, contorting in the same way as uh, the gentleman in the Oh Mercy mural. That's yeah. a good point. I don't know if it's a good point, but it's, it's the fact. <laughs> It's the facts. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, it's true. Uh, Next, we have what? But Dylan t- from 20, uh, from uh, 1973. 73, yeah. Dylan oh. 73. We're going to count that. Okay. We're counting it. We're counting it, apparently. I can, and I can't believe it's so high. What happened there? I had I, I had this one pretty high. I think it's cool. Well, I had it at 21. It's like in the middle. We're in the middle at this point. You had this one at 37, so this is one of your least favorite, Evan. Why yeah, Why is? Why do you hate it? I just don't like it because uh, <laughs> it seems like I, – I just know that Dylan had nothing to do with it. And with right. so many of the other ones, there's like the mystery, the hint that maybe he did, which is funny. And in this one, it's like, no, this was some suit. This is just some some goblin at the record label made this. I love the colors 
on the face. The red, yellow, purple, black is just such a like a shocking kind of sequence of colors to me. Not something that you see typically. Uh, and like the background, it, it, like what is that? Is, is that like a like like a metal surface or like a balloon or something like? It? It's just a very weird cover. That it's uh, very pukey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pukey is a good word for it. The Dylan, the font is bitching. I mean, look at that A with a yeah. little tri triangle. Oof. Mm. Yeah. Um. It, it does seem like a real fuck you from the from the record company. I think like they really got one off too. I've always <laughs> wanted to know like what the story is why he went back to Columbia after. Wait a minute. That Dylan that font is the same one that they used for the promos for Self Portrait. They just had that lying around. It is. Yes. Yeah. If you it's actually also the open bitches up... brew font. If you open up yeah, self portrait, yeah, yeah. it's got says self portrait and Bob. Like if you look on our on the shirt that we made, uh, where it says self portrait, that's the same font. This was just kind of like the standard Bob Dylan font that the label had at that moment in time. I agree, Peter. It that's fucking rocks. Right. It's on John Wesley Harding. It's too. on John Wesley Harding exactly. Yeah, that's where I recognize. Low effort. Yeah. Mo so moving good, on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. It looks like a gray like curtain. It's fugly. It looks so whack. It is uh, it, yeah. it, it's cool um <laughs> <laughs> where were we that was uh what was that 20 something 27 26 christmas in the heart look uh it should be 25th for christmas december the 25th oh, that's my gripe points. here well, we let's that. just swap them what's what's 25 let's move times they are changing all right that one gets to be 26 and 25 <laughs> can be uh christmas in the heart um <laughs> Christmas in the heart and the times they're changing. Really, times they're changing. Well, all right. We like them all from this point on. So yes. Christmas in the heart is pleasant. You know, I like that looks it's like, like Christmas. Looks kind of like weirdly Russian, like that guy on the front. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like a Cossack. Yeah, I like the font, the, the Christmas in the heart font. That's a very beautiful, like, you know, old timey, like 1890s kind of font. Yeah. This is one of my favorite Bob Dylan record covers christmas in the heart it's perverse yeah <laughs> it it's... feels really lived in it does feel like a, a duluth kind of christmas mm -hmm. in the heart yeah the enlarged you... duluth heart yeah you would see this like in somebody's house some some it's creepy yeah <laughs> it's, christmas it has, is creepy there's the air yeah. of antiquity to it yeah Times they're changing, speaking of creepy, I mean, it's not creepy, but it is so severe. He's so, um, I don't know, I think the the choice of text and, and font on Times They're Changing is, like, really ballsy. That This is the first Dylan record where he looks really cool. Well, the Woody Guthrie cosplay is strong. It's yes. really strong. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of it. I think this was taken, like, on the balcony of a <laughs> of a penthouse, I think. That's what I was reading. Yeah, that would probably make sense. Yeah, but I mean, it does look again like my crops have failed, and I'm actually feeling pretty bad about it this time. Yeah. All right. Uh, slow train. Slow train. One of the beiges covers of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm starting to just question our whole deal with doing these uh, rankings because let's just listen. Forget. On any given day, any of these records could be on any other position is this like a riff on the, the the bound for glory again like the woody guthrie biography that is a great question and one that i don't have the answer to i don't have the answer either i'm just running my mouth but yeah it uh i i like the swaggy drawing i kind of like when he does this it's, it, it yeah it's very kind of saved I've always liked this drawing. I think it's way better than the saved illustration. And this one's so clever because yeah. the uh, pickaxe look like, looks like a cross and it's like the, the slow train of Jesus Christ is coming. It's, it's a great visual gag. It's going to run you over, yeah. Next. Next. Infidels. Ooh. I've always thought it looked lazy, but that's just me. The, fa the, the facial hair is lazy. Um, it, 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 uh, again, really cool. The Ray-Bans, the big, big black Bob Dylan, the irritation. I don't know. You, you think, think it looks, looks pissed cheap? again. 
Yeah. I'm just imagine the the times they're changing cover, but if he was wearing sunglasses, <laughs> wouldn't that be sick? <laughs> Maybe a monocle. Yeah, th- he looks like he has monocle vibes on the times they're changing cover. He looks like he's <laughs> looking down his monocle at me, deciding if I'm worthy of life. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Infidels is just like the text on there is weird and whack, but uh, hey. I think Iconic. he looks. I think he looks great. Like his image himself. Like his look here with the Ray Bans and like the shaggy kind of hair and the shitty facial hair. Like this is a perfect kind of vibe that he was inhabiting. Personally, just that hint. That hint of like a little red drop shadow. Mm-hmm. Very, That's uh, the weirdest choice. Something. Yeah, it's so strange on the text that you get the tiny little uh, peak of red behind the the black bold text. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. Just a couple more uh, before we wrap up with this first run. Uh, 22, back to the brown, back to the beige. Another side of Bob Dylan. Hmm. Um, another side. It's really now, this one's dope. Yeah, I love the how tasteful it is. They're all good. It's all good covers. This is one of the, uh, the most... Um, mod sort of looking of like the the 60s records it really has that kind of um uh you know that that sort of clean precise modern look kind of like jacques tati sort of vibe it's like this is bob (laughs) dylan he's so cool Mm. and and we all know it well that's great I love the Columbia record once again. Anything, anytime you got the Columbia record yeah, logo, yeah. I'm a sucker for that. Uh, I also just, I know the titles, we're not like grading the titles necessarily here. We're just looking at the images, but the title, Another Side of Bob Dylan, I've always loved that. I think that's such a like perfect, like simple, clever double entendre that suits this record and like what you're getting on this album, like fucking perfectly. It's such a brilliant brilliant stroke of branding on whoever's part whether that was bob's choice or the uh the a&r man at columbia the format of the photograph this yeah, long the, photograph the photo and looks, white space the yeah. photo is very cool too I and mean, he looks cool he's really starting to adopt his like badass uh style but he's not quite there this is like real prime like rambo era uh, of of dylan he's kind of just like the the young poet. Good cover. Good title. Good looks. Last one for now. One that it sounded like you weren't a huge fan of, Peter, when Scott brought up a moment ago. Uh, uh. Knocked out loaded. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to the brown. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, you don't like it's this. brown. Come on. It's brown. It's, Come on, the brown. Peter, it's brown. <laughs> it's brown. It's yellow. It's piss of shit. It's, it's, it's orange. <laughs> it's brown. It's, it's yellow. It's piss. Distorted. Yeah. I it's, don't know. It's shit. I mean, it's piss. It's... <laughs> explain what's going on in this photo. This is this like taken from a pulp. Yeah, definitely taken like from that. a pulp novel of some kind of, or like uh, some kind of uh, ne'er do well with a. He's got a pot, right? She's got a pot. Uh, she's got the pot. There's uh, the you know the the guy is getting strangled by another guy uh, who's got sort of like a like a ammo belt across his shoulders and a hat, and then she in her striking yellow dress got the pot above her head, about to crack him right in the face yeah. to save her lover, presumably. It's got kind of like an Indiana Jones yeah. vibe to it, you know. She's gonna knock out loaded. She's gonna knock this guy out loaded. There you go. I love the font for knocked out. Like where it says knocked out loaded, that black kind of like almost military Stencil. looking font. Yeah. Stencil yes, font. Exactly. It, it looks Beautiful. like it's on the Beautiful side choice. of his of some gear in the in, in his band. And Bob Dylan, the 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 font for Bob Dylan in that orange. The whole thing kind of reminds me of like an old time pack of cigarettes or something. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Or like toba- a tobacco brand. Great if the title was they killed him. Yeah, they killed him. (laughs) Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. This one is a a sleeper hit for me. I kind of like it. I agree. I think it's great. I respect it. I respect it. It's just so (laughs) it's so pungent. It's like a 
like a stinking cheese. I don't have the palate. I'm not, I'm not strong enough for this right, right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it comes from a, uh, let's see, it says Spicy <sighs> Adventure Stories, Daughters of Doom. That's the, oh. uh, the initial like pulp novel that it comes from. Sounds very Bob. Yeah. Very Bob, indeed. Well, that will do it for our first uh, our first half here of the uh, the many faces of Bob Dylan music throughout history. Uh, thank you for joining us, Peter. Uh, if you uh, if the good folks out there want to follow along with you online, what uh, what do you got for them? Where can they follow you? I think if they find me on Instagram, I think my handle is just Peter Shear. They can uh, follow a link to my gallery, uh, find my own work. On Instagram. Perfect. Simple as that. Well, join us next time uh, when we get to uh, all the really good ones. Not the cream of the these crop. These even the bad ones. The cream of the crop. Exit. Creme de la creme. The creme de la creme of the cream. <laughs> Joker men. I'm a road to glory.